0: Hey, I'm Mary Ellen Dance, licensed mental health counselor and owner of Pittsburgh Therapy. I'm on a mission to strip away the stigma surrounding therapy and mental health and talk about how we can use the culture of self-improvement for our benefit rather than our demise. I used to think I was doing life all wrong from getting fired from a dream job to advising clients on relationships while I myself was trying to sort through that dumpster fire. But then I realized my imperfections Are what made me a good therapist. So join me on a journey, not to be perfect, but to be, well, okay ish. Welcome. Your session has now started. So today, I actually want to talk about self regulation. Now, The name self-regulation is pretty self-explanatory, but self-regulation is being able to regulate our physical bodies, our emotional bodies, our brains. I feel like self-regulation is talked a lot about with little kids because little kids often struggle to self-regulate. Something upsets them and they break down in tears or they cry or they scream or they yell or they throw a tantrum. And I don't know about all of you, but I wish I could do that. I sometimes wish that I could get away with, you know, throwing a tantrum like in the grocery store. But I'm an adult, so I probably shouldn't do that. But we teach kids these self-regulation strategies. Not long ago, my niece, who is two years old, so this was before she was two years old, she was sobbing, sobbing, sobbing to the point where we were worried that she was going to throw up because she was like so worked up and crying so hard. And so her parents Tried to work on like breathing with her and staying calm and trying to teach her kind of how to breathe. And that's a form of self regulation. They were trying to regulate her. She was really, really upset to the point where they thought she was going to throw up and she was sobbing and couldn't stop crying. And they were trying to regulate her by kind of slowing her heart rate, breathing, all of that. And so again, As adults, we have learned self-regulation techniques along the way because, as I mentioned, I would probably be asked to leave if I just started throwing a tantrum in the grocery store. So we know we can't get away with doing that kind of stuff as adults. And we learn this throughout childhood. Right. And even adulthood, we learn, you know, who we can kind of vent to and how to keep our mouth shut at work, because if we, you know, bitch out our boss, that's probably not going to work. But if we call our spouse at home and bitch about our boss that's okay. You know, like we learn these things. Children learn it all the time. Children will get in trouble, get sent to timeout, get their iPad taken away, whatever it may be, if they throw a fit or a tantrum or yell or scream, right? We're kind of learning self-regulation techniques all the time. But are we actually learning self-regulation techniques or are we learning just to hide our true feelings? <laughs> So like, I know for me, if I'm angry, if I am like upset and angry, I know how to bite my tongue, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not feeling incredibly like anxious and agitated and, you know, my heart rate is heightened and I'm sweating and all of that stuff, right? That's not necessarily self-regulation. That's just me knowing how to bite my tongue. So like, what is Self-regulation. How do we actually self-regulate? Well, I'm really, really glad you asked. I'm really glad you asked. There's a lot of ways to self-regulate and a lot of them we probably already know. You know, deep breathing is kind of a big deal. I actually, totally off topic, but I actually saw something on Instagram the other day that was like, here's how breathing deeply actually increases anxiety. And I was like, what the literal F? Like people are spinning everything for the record. Taking a deep breath is a good thing. It doesn't increase anxiety and it's just wild. The things that are on the internet these days. Anyways, so we probably already know some self-regulation techniques. Maybe we do them right? You're mad at your boss or you're stressed with a coworker at work, or you're stressed with a situation at work. So you take five minutes, you go to the bathroom, you splash cold water on your face, you take a few deep breaths, you walk outside, you take a quick break, things like that. Those are amazing self-regulation techniques. So we're probably doing a lot of self-regulation techniques without even realizing it. But like I mentioned a minute ago, we're probably also just you know, shoving feelings down and avoiding them and biting our tongues and not actually self-regulating. So let's first talk about the difference between like, how am I self-regulating versus how am I just like avoiding and ignoring all these feelings? So if we're self-regulating, we typically feel better afterwards. Maybe the situation isn't resolved. Our feelings are probably not resolved. We're still feeling upset or sad or frustrated or whatever we may be feeling, but we're not feeling as agitated. We're not feeling like we're going to word vomit all over everyone, right? Biting our tongues, however, is when those feelings are continuing to rise. That means we're not self regulating when our feelings are just continuing to bubble up and bubble up and bubble up and we feel like we're going to explode. And maybe we don't explode until we get home from work or until we you know, are by ourselves or whatever the situation may be until we put our kids to bed and then we explode, right? But that's an example of kind of not self-regulating and just letting our feelings bubble up versus the I'm going to self-regulate. And again, it's not going to solve my feelings. It's not going to solve my problems. I shouldn't say solve my feelings. Feelings are not good, bad, right, or wrong. They're not something to be solved. But it makes us feel better. It makes us feel like we're more in control versus our feelings being in control. Does that make sense? Like when my feelings have taken over and I'm making decisions based off of just my feelings, that's not a great place to be. Ideally, we want to make decisions based off of a little bit of feelings and a little bit of logic. And so to bring in that little bit of logic piece, we need to self-regulate. And so I actually think we're all self-regulating wrong. (laughs) I shouldn't say that. That's a big generalization. What I should say is I think that we can do more with recognizing our feelings and being self-aware when we're trying to regulate ourselves. Because look, deep breathing, taking a break, taking a walk, moving, exercising, flashing our face with cold water, you know, all of those good kind of self-care self-regulation techniques are great but how do we know when to do them and how do we know we're doing the correct quote-unquote correct self-regulation technique and by correct I mean what's going to work for us there is no kind of right or wrong but you know what's going to work for us And it's important to understand on top of this that, like, sometimes we're not going to be able to self-regulate. Sometimes, you know, when our child is throwing a tantrum and we can't take a second to ourselves, we're not going to be able to self-regulate. And it's those moments where we bite our tongue and then hopefully later on we can self-regulate. So... How do we do this? How do we know that we're self-regulating in a way that's productive? Well, like I said, the first thing we know is if our feelings are not getting more exacerbated. If I'm angry and I'm taking deep breaths and these deep breaths are just making me angrier and angrier and angrier, that's not working. That's not hopeful. But if I'm angry and I'm taking a few deep breaths and I'm still angry, but I can like hold my shit together. Okay. That helped regulate me. A big piece of self-regulation. The first step to regulating ourselves is recognizing what's going on. And that's the piece that I think we're all missing. Again, that's a generalization. We're not all missing it, but like, that's a huge piece of it that I think we kind of blow past a lot of the time. Like, in order to self-regulate, we have to know that there's something to regulate. We have to recognize that, oh my gosh, these feelings are bubbling up inside of me and I I need to do something about it. If I keep going like this, it's not going to turn out well. These feelings are going to take over and I'm going to fall apart. We don't want you to fall apart. So the first thing we have to do is we have to recognize what we're feeling. And that sounds simple, but it is so hard to do, especially because as humans, we're really complicated beings. And so we're feeling a lot of different emotions at once. We are. When I'm feeling angry, I am typically also feeling insecure or stressed or frustrated or lonely or literally thousands of other feelings. And so in order to self-regulate, we have to kind of identify that. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, we have to say, hey, child, stop throwing a tantrum in front of me because I need to go look at how I'm feeling and self-regulate. Like, that's obviously not realistic. But what I am saying is we can start to look at, okay, how am I feeling? Like, what is actually going on with me? What's actually going on with me? Okay, I'm feeling angry, but I know that that's being exacerbated by the fact that I'm really tired and I'm really frustrated. Okay, so guess what we can do with that? We can start to learn how we each respond to our feelings. So if I'm feeling angry and someone tells me, um, oh, you're feeling angry, go do some yoga to self-regulate. I know myself and I know that yoga does not help my anger. It does not. If I'm frustrated, if I'm stressed, if I'm overwhelmed, yoga does not work for me. I like yoga. I support yoga. It works for a lot of people. I enjoy going to yoga when I'm in a happy mood, but when I'm stressed, yoga just like makes me kind of sit and stew in it. But I've had to learn that for myself. It's different for you and it's different for the next person. So I've learned for myself, okay, if I can recognize that I'm feeling angry, if I can recognize that I'm feeling stressed, that I'm feeling frustrated, I know that yoga doesn't work for me. But I know that these other things work for me. I know that for me, taking a break and distracting myself from the stressor works really, really well for me. Okay, let me put my phone down, let me shut my computer, let me distract myself for a little while, that's going to help me to self-regulate. That works great for me, but that's just for me. We have to figure out what works for ourselves. So a big piece of self-regulating is first identifying what we're feeling and then figuring out, okay, what do I do about this feeling? Because some things that work for some people aren't going to work for you. So I could sit here and I could list a whole bunch of self-regulation techniques. Taking a walk, deep breaths, splashing cold water on our faces, eating something sour, doing that technique of identifying something you see, identifying something you hear, identifying something you feel to kind of bring your heart rate down and your focus on the present, right? I could name all of these things and all of these things are great things, but it really doesn't matter because self-regulation involves figuring out what we need. It's figuring out what we need. For any of us who have babies, right? One of the most annoying things about babies, I actually don't know because I don't have any children, but from my experience, one of the most annoying things about babies is you don't know what they need, right? When they're crying okay, are they hungry? Are they tired? Do they have to poop? Like what's going on? Like they can't can't explain to us what they need. And that can be really, really frustrating and really, really stressful. But guess what? We as adults can start to figure out what we need. That's what we do for babies. We figure it out. We try different things. Oh, are they hungry? Mm, Nope. Doesn't seem like it. Oh, do they need to be changed? Oh, nope. They're dry. Let's figure it out. We kind of have to do that for ourselves, which sounds a little bit silly, you know, comparing full grown adults to babies, but it's true. We have to figure out what we need because if we keep trying to give ourselves these things, if we keep trying to feed a baby when they're not hungry, when the real problem is that they're constipated, that's not going to help. And so often I see people who are trying to like use coping skills and self-regulate And they come to me and they're like, it's not working. It's not working. Oh, well, maybe because you're trying to feed yourself when you're really constipated. I I don't know if anyone else likes this analogy, but but I'm here for it. I like this analogy. So a lot of self-regulation is figuring out what we need. And in figuring out how we're feeling and what we need, that in turn helps to slow us down because piling things on to self-regulate is kind of an oxymoron like that doesn't work so if i'm stressed and frustrated and overwhelmed and i'm like okay i'm stressed frustrated overwhelmed so i gotta go to the gym and then i gotta take a walk and then i gotta call a friend and talk about it and then i gotta do this that's not regulating myself that's just stressing myself out even more so a huge piece of self-regulating is taking a step back and saying, okay, how am I feeling? What do I need? Because our feelings are really good information. Our feelings guide us into what we need. When my stomach growls, that is a guide to my brain that I am hungry and I need to go get food. Our feelings are very similar in that way. They tell us their information. And if we can slow down and actually listen to that information, That's going to be incredibly helpful. It's also important to slow down and look at the basics when it comes to self-regulating. So I've probably talked about this on the podcast before. I can't remember. So I apologize if I'm repeating myself. But in the recovery world, in the substance abuse recovery world, they talk a lot about the acronym HALT, H A L T. And that stands for hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. And in the recovery world, it basically says if you get too hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, that's going to be more of a trigger for you to use again. And so we don't want to get too hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. But that's the same for people who aren't in recovery. Like when I'm hungry, I am a bear. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we all know that hangry is a well-known term. It's probably in the dictionary by now. If I'm tired, I become like a puddle. But how often are we as adults just functioning in the world, being really hungry, angry, lonely, and tired, and just ignoring it and trying to function and then trying to self-regulate and thinking, this isn't working. Why isn't this working? When I was a little kid and would throw a fit, I definitely have told this story before, but it's it's worth telling again. When I was a little kid and I would throw a fit, my dad would try to self-regulate me by asking me like, okay, you either need to poop or take a nap. Like, which is it? Are you constipated or tired? Because you'll feel better if you do one of the two. It sounds so silly, but it's true. We have become so used to functioning when we are not getting our basic needs met. How often do you go to work and you hear someone say, oh, I haven't had time to eat today or, oh, I slept five hours last night. That's not a badge of honor. We need to get our basic needs met. Our huge part of self-regulation is getting our needs met. And as adults, we have to meet our own needs. We are responsible for recognizing, hey, I am so tired, I need to go to bed really early. I need to carve out some space for myself to lay on the couch and take a nap. Things like that. Have I drank any water today? Have I eaten today? Right? Like it's things like that that sound so simple, but it's not. It's just not simple. I was with my nephews this past week. And my 11-year-old nephew, we were out in a restaurant, my 11-year-old nephew ordered a Sprite, which is fine. And then the waitress came around and, can I get anyone anything else? And he was like, I will have another Sprite, thinking that like he would kind of fly under the radar and no one would notice. And I jumped in and I was like, no, 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 you don't need another Sprite, you're fine. Why did I do that? Well, because I'm an adult, and I know that for 11 year olds too much sugar is, like, not a great thing, and it was dinner time, I didn't want him to be up all night, and he probably hadn't drank enough water, and, you know, all of those things. But, like, at the same time, I'm over here, literally right now, drinking coffee, I haven't drank water all day. I mean, it is the morning time for me right now. It's 930 in the morning when I'm recording this. But still, I've been up since 630 and I haven't drank any water. Like, that's absurd. That's ridiculous. I'm a terrible example right now of self-regulation. So I think that with self-regulation, one of the biggest takeaways I want us to have is that we have to go back to the basics and slow down, slow down in order to self-regulate we have to ask ourselves, how am I feeling? Have I eaten today? Have I drank any water today? Am I feeling angry? Okay, I'm not going to solve whatever's frustrating me or making me angry right now, but what can I do? What do I have control over? Checking in with ourselves. How am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? I actually, I recently had COVID, and I actually said to someone, I was a first timer COVID, two and a half years in and first time, so that was a win. And thankfully, I'm okay. Thankfully, I didn't have like too bad of symptoms. But I was saying to someone how I just don't feel totally like myself. This person goes, well, well, you literally just had COVID, like you're probably still recovering a little bit. And they're right. I hadn't checked in with my body, like you know what? It's true. I don't uh, I feel totally hundred percent. Maybe that's contributing to my feelings. What I want us all to take away from this is it's important to self-regulate. Yeah. Will there be times where we just have to like bite our tongue and like deal with our feelings later because we're adults in this world? Yeah, there will be times like that. But it's important to, okay, I'm going to bite my tongue. And then I'm going to actually address this later. I'm not just going to ignore it. Because guess what happens when we ignore feelings? They don't go away. They just get bigger and bigger. Those feelings will come out somehow. So it's important to recognize that there is a piece of, okay, I got to bite my tongue. I got to get through this. And then then maybe I have to deal with it later. But also with self-regulation, there's a huge piece of, let me figure out how I'm feeling. Maybe why I'm feeling this way. And what I know will help me specifically with this feeling. And in the meantime, I'm going to be checking in with myself. Have I slept? Have I ate? Have I drank water? Have I pooped? Right, All those things we check in with little kids about, we got to check in with ourselves about. It is not something to brag about if we're only getting five hours of sleep a night. I believe, don't quote me on this, but I believe that the WHO or CDC or who whatever. I believe that they used to say that adults needed seven to eight hours of sleep a night, but now I believe that they changed that to like eight to nine hours of sleep a night. I don't know that. I'll have to fact check that. But we need that. Our bodies need that. And I know some of you are probably listening to that. Well, that's not possible. It has to be. It has to be possible because literally our health, our lives depend on us being okay. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope that this helped and I can't wait to see you all next Monday. Please follow me wherever you're listening to this podcast and on Instagram at Podcast. Also, I would love it if you could rate the podcast and leave a review. The best way to get in contact with me is to go to okayishpodcast.com and submit a comment question. You can do it anonymously too, which is so great. I will see you guys next Monday. I can't wait.